703 at News Radio KMAN. Along with Brandon Peoples, I'm Troy Coverdale. Your forecast calling for a high today of 57 with a slight chance of showers developing early this afternoon. Otherwise, clouds and breezy conditions. Pottawatomie County putting a burn ban into place for the day today. We're joined on the line by Senator Jerry Moran. Good morning, Senator. Good morning. Good to be with you this morning. Glad to have you along with us. Quite the day yesterday with the announcement uh, in Pottawatomie, about Pottawatomie County and Manhattan with that new biodefense uh, vaccine structure being built. Absolutely. It was a beautiful day in Manhattan, and we showed ourselves, uh, I think, off very well to the uh, CEO and, and the crew from uh, Heat Biologics uh, and the announcement of a new plant in Pottawatomie County, uh, XL Road and Highway 24, Green Valley area. Good news for the region. Uh, hiring 500 new jobs. Uh, I think the average salary is someplace upper 70s, uh, low 80s. Uh, and I saw people there. It was very pleasing to me that I knew from counties that were uh, a number of counties away from Pottawatomie or Riley County seeing the opportunities for their citizens to have jobs in this uh, new arena. And um, we've been working on this project, uh, certainly with uh, Secretary Toland, the Lieutenant Governor, and the administration, but uh, K-State, the the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce, Economic Development, local officials, uh, K-State Foundation, uh, just a, a coming together of a significant event that as a consequence for a long, long time in our region. Uh, Senator Moran, I know that these projects, uh, I'm sure, are very, very competitive. And uh, for us to, to land it here in our backyard in, in the Manhattan area, certainly significant. Can you kind of talk to that and kind of what that whole process was like competing for this project? Well, absolutely. I mean, I have a goal of making certain that Kansas is a place where young people or people in general have the chance to pursue careers in science and mathematics, engineering, research. Many of those job opportunities are going to occur in areas around our universities. So I would start with the fact that Kansas State University is uh, next door to this new project. And secondly, the arrival and soon the opening, the the ribbon cutting on InBath, a project, a a multi-billion dollar project that's been around now for a number of years and soon to come to fruition, which is an exciting moment. I know in my conversations with Jeff Wolf, the CEO of this company, the proximity to the science and research occurring at InBath is a major factor. In fact, InBath's presence was the thing that brought him to look at Manhattan in the first place. And the capabilities that Manhattan Tech, as well as our universities and surrounding community colleges have the capabilities of providing a highly trained workforce. I think economic development used to generally rely upon tax abatements and grants. And while that's still a a portion of how one community can recruit a business, uh, if it's lacking access to workforce, uh, those financial incentives are not sufficient to bring a business to a community. And it and it's what Kansas needs to be pursuing. It's what uh, K-State and the regions talk about, economic development because of an educated, highly trained, and motivated workforce. 
I, I was thinking yesterday just about all the all the growth that this is going to spur here. Uh, it's great for the Manhattan region. I imagine it's going to turn around some of the declines that K-State has been seeing and, and maybe also Fort Riley. I mean, they're all kind of playing a, a part in this. Well, that's true, and I, that was emphasized yesterday in a, in a direct way about the ability of this company, their desire, and their hope that they can recruit uh, those who are in the active military as they're leaving the military or their spouses to be employed. And this company is an important component of our national security. Uh, first of all, it means that vaccines that historically, traditionally would have been manufactured in China or elsewhere around the world will be manufactured in the United States. And that, that's one of the goals of the takeaways from the pandemic, from covid is that we are way too reliant upon China and other places, but particularly China, who is our adversary. So this is a national security issue as we develop and produce vaccines uh, in the uh, health space in the United States. And secondly, this the vaccines, at least a portion of them that will be developed, are vaccines that would be necessary should there be a biological uh, attack on the United States or our allies, uh, perhaps any place around the world. And so this is a company that is important nationally as well. Uh, and it's the, the capabilities are there, are here in Kansas because of the combination of the things that surround Manhattan and the efforts by our state, our border regions, to attract these kind of businesses. From an infrastructure standpoint, and I asked one of the county commissioners about this, uh, with the, the growth that will probably more than likely occur going that direction, at some point there may need to be an alt, uh, a secondary route over that big blue river in into Manhattan. Is, is there po- a potential that uh, your office or the state, uh, the dollars may be appropriated to make that happen over the next decade or so? Well, I'm disappointed that there hasn't been more dollars that's made available in the current economic development climate for additional infrastructure, particularly transportation. I think even without this uh, this development, uh, I know there's a lot of construction that's very frustrating at the moment on Highway 24 and on Kimball, but our ability to move around Manhattan has been hindered significantly. Uh, I see it in our own lives. Our daughter lives uh, and her family live between Manhattan and Wamigo and and just getting there uh, is a challenge and we do we do need that crossing of the river and I can tell you that I was lobbied uh, significantly by local officials yesterday as we uh, made this announcement and we will certainly we are certainly engaged and have looked for those resources from a federal point of view but also with the spark uh, money and I, I hope there's still an opportunity for Kansas using those federal dollars that came from COVID from the federal government, actually from the taxpayers or our borrowers, to use that for some of the economic development purposes that that money can be spent on. All right. Yeah, we're speaking with Senator Jerry Moran here. Uh, again, the big announcement yesterday. And I want to also get your thoughts here on uh, the passing of uh, former K-State President Dr. John Weefald, who died uh, over the weekend. Well, uh, certainly we, Rob and I, express our sympathies to his family, to Ruth Ann, and uh, we are friends and fans of Dr. Weefald and Ruth Ann and are saddened by his passing. Uh, He was an integral part when we talk about what happened yesterday with the announcement 
Uh, it was his vision that uh, put InBath in place in Kansas and near the K-State campus. And uh, he had capabilities of, uh, of growing our university in significant ways that uh, made a huge difference, long-lasting difference. And as true with every educator, uh, every teacher, uh, the, uh, it is teachers who make a difference in people's lives today in significant ways. And so I honor him for his profession and for all the things that he helped accomplish in the uh, Wildcat world, but also just for Kansas and the nation. And um, I, I am pleased uh, that, that uh, we have uh, Dr. Linton in, uh, in the position that he's now in as president of Kansas State University. He and I are becoming well acquainted, and I see that he has the same kind of drive and uh, vision that Dr. Weefald had. And I, I see only good things happening at Kansas State as a result of leaders. Leaders matter, and Dr. Weefald was one of those folks who made a significant difference because of that leadership. Do you remember the first time that you met Dr. Weefald? Uh, I do. Uh, it was uh, at a K-State event, and uh, early in my time as a as an elected official in the state Senate. Uh, I also, in just a very personal way, uh, our daughters came to K-State because of they, their, their recruitment uh, by Dr. Weefald. I brought uh, Kelsey and Alex to campus, and uh, it was uh, Dr. Weefald who, uh, who, who saw them, sat with them, visited with them in his office, uh, and helped uh, recruit a couple of uh, Western Kansas girls to Kansas State University, and uh, just the way he treated our kids was uh, something that always meant a lot to me, uh, and then, of course, turned him over to the dean of, uh, of students who does uh, who did who did his job so well in recruiting uh, Kansas students and, cool. and students from across the country, so Dr. Weefald is an important part, and then he just was a, a constant visitor. And he was somebody that I would call. He and Dr. Flinchbaugh, who, who died not long ago either, were just two people that were so easy for me to pick up the phone and seek their advice and learn from them. And uh, they will be missed. Dr. Weefald loved politics, and he ran for Congress in Michigan. I'm sorry, in Minnesota <laughs> years ago before he came to Kansas. And uh, just the kind of uh, conversations and his love for politics made him an easy but smart and, and wise person to have conversations with about direction of the country and how to help Kansas. Senator, we thank you for your time today. Have yourself a great week. I appreciate the conversation. Good morning and best wishes to all. Senator Jerry Moran joining us this morning again to talk about the announcement yesterday, the economic development announcement for Manhattan and Pottawatomie County going forward, plus also Dr. John Weefald's passing.